Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What is up? Welcome to Wednesday, October 28th edition of Roughing the Kicker on ArrowheadReport.com. I'm your host, Tucker Franklin. Today's episode is brought to you by Raygun, which is possibly the greatest store opened on planet Earth since at least the Cretaceous period. They sell clothing, home goods, and time travel supplies. If you breathe oxygen, you'll enjoy the store. Stop by the location at 1803 Baltimore in the Crossroads to see what they have. And joining me today on today's Roughing the Kicker podcast... Mark Van Sickle, Mark the Overseer, joins me to hand out some midterm grades to the Chiefs. Mark, how are you doing today? Doing pretty good. The crustacean period. That's uh, It's been a while since yeah. I've heard of that. So, <laughs> great store, Ray Van. I love you. Yeah, they're, they're, uh, they're amazing. Got great products. We'll hear from them later on the show. And, and even uh, glad that they're a part of our team here. And, and as I mentioned, Mark is here to talk about some midterm grades. Now, I was thinking about this. The midway point in the season is probably next week because they'll play their eighth game and then, okay, eight. I, I'm not great at math, but I know half of 16 is eight. Um, and you, But usually when you're in school, the midterm always comes before the midway point in the year, I think. So I A think that bit, we're, yeah. we're doing this at the right time. I agree. I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think it's a good time to do it. And, uh, I mean, it, it's you, you don't want to think too far ahead. You don't want to mm-hmm. – guess that anything might happen of course we're in the prediction game so that is kind of what we do actually but uh i mean they're they're playing the jets so yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna say leave that there so yeah the jets uh that game is coming up on noon on sunday we'll have a preview with uh, Kristen dyer the new york jets writer for sports illustrated that'll be on friday a little sneak peek ahead there but uh, so we don't have any new injuries to report Tuesday is the Chiefs' off day in terms of media availability. Andy Reid didn't report anything new on his Monday press conference or his press conference after the game. And I was telling you before we started, in this case, no news is good news. Oh, yeah. If you're not getting any new injuries, that's great news at the half near halfway point. So I know they have a few guys that are coming back. I know Saunders came back this last week. That mm-hmm. was a nice addition to get back. Um Still not sure on a few of the others when they're coming back, but I know as the season goes along, they can just keep staying healthy with the guys they have now and get their other guys back. They're just going to be looking nice come the playoffs. I think so too. Uh, so let's go ahead and get into the grades that we want to give out. Mark and I have come to the conclusion the subjects in air quotes that we want to do are the offensive line, the defensive line, the passing game, the rushing game, and linebackers, secondary, and special teams. So that is, how many grades is that? Six? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's seven grades. I told you I wasn't very good at math. So we're going to give out our seventh <laughs> grade, our seven grades, and let's start with the offensive line. Mark, do you want to start with the offensive line? Sure, let's do it. Yeah, go ahead and give your grade. What do you have the offensive line graded at? You know, it. there was some of these that I was looking at, and uh, – Occasionally, I want to give an incomplete because uh, there's been so many injuries. There was the uh, couple of guys that opted out from COVID. There's just been a lot of moving parts there along the offensive line. 
Um, but I was looking at some stats. Uh, tied for fifth in sacks allowed. That's pretty decent. Mm-hmm. Um, they haven't allowed a ton of sacks this year. Of course, part of that is Mahomes being able to scramble and make plays. So that's that's always yeah. nice. Um, fourth in power run blocking success. Wow. I wasn't expecting that one either. But uh, I guess we'll talk about rushing later with the running backs. But mm-hmm. they've been doing a lot better. And I think the offensive line has been a part of that success. There's been some weak spots in the offensive line, of course, we've seen over the season. Um, but I think overall, I would probably have to give them a B minus. Okay. I think so there's that room for improvement. Of course. And I think that we're on the same page there. Um, I've got them at a C because I feel like a C is, you know, not good, but it's also not great. Uh, it's not bad though. It's not terrible. They're not failing. But I think mm-hmm. that a, a C is probably close. I went with like plus and minuses on my grades too. So if I thought, okay, maybe they were a little bit better than a than a straight C. But I think I think a C was good because, as you mentioned, they've had a lot of injuries. But they have really turned it around in recent weeks. I think that they were kind of in that D level and they kind of saved their grade. They turned in some late papers, uh, got their grade <laughs> back up, and, and that's kind of what's happening right now. But the O-line has, has really played well and kind of saved their grade, I think, in the last couple of weeks. Yeah, I think part of the reason I give them a, a little bit of a higher grade, I know that teachers aren't supposed to do this, but maybe show a little bit of like favoritism for the kid that <laughs> might, like might, you know, be a little bit slower, like, but needs a little help coming along. And so you're mm-hmm. like, I'll just give them a little bit of a higher grade on this one. Uh, but yeah, the, the offensive line, they've just gone through so much this year, which I think your C grade is, is pretty good because they have been, I mean, pretty average for the most part. Um, but part of it is just moving parts all over the place, which, like I said, that's why I gave them a, a little bit higher than a C, but I, I totally agree with what you're saying there. So let's move on to the defensive line. I gave the defensive line a B-. Uh, I think it's one of been, it's been one of the stronger uh, units that the Chiefs have had, but that running defense isn't very good, and I think that, that kind of brings them down from an A, and their pass rush wasn't very good against the Raiders, and they've dealt with injuries to Taco. Uh, Chris Jones also dealt with a groin injury there out Alex Okafor misses for a hamstring. He keeps missing for hamstrings, uh, but they've played well, but but they do continue to struggle in containing the run, and they still allow some big running plays. Yeah, that's very true. I'm actually going with a C on this one, so we're kind mm. of flip-flopped. Yeah. Uh, I just, uh, just because of what they're paying at the defensive line position, right? Um, I feel like they should be performing at a higher level than what they have so far, which I think that's good news for the second half of the season because I think they can continue to get better and can continue to uh, reach the levels that we know that they can get to in pressuring the quarterback, getting better at stopping the run. Because, yeah, they are, I think, they're the 30th ranked run defense right now. So that's not very good. Um, But uh, I think it's interesting that they're actually better against the pass when teams need to pass on them to Mm -hmm. win the games. So... It's kind of a pick your poison type of thing there, but I just I think that they have room to improve. I think they can get better from their stars. I think some of their guys are like Saunders that are coming back are going to be able to help. They were missing Mike Pinnell a couple of weeks to start yeah. the season, um, so it's one of those grades again that I look at as a little bit incomplete. But you mm-hmm. have to show the work for what they've done so far. So I'm giving them a C. 
Of course. Um, I, I like it. I think we're all kind of on the same page. And we haven't talked about this. We did. We haven't talked about our grades before the time. We're hearing them for the first time. So if we're close, kind of like we are right now, we're kind of flip-flopping. Um, it's, I, I got to be honest. I, I also didn't actually write my grades out. So as I'm talking to you, <laughs> I'm kind of just throwing them out there because I kind of wanted to hear what you're saying as well. So yeah. I'm just kind of going off by my notes. And also what, what you're saying too is kind of forming my opinion all from the notes and also what our conversation's going as. I love it. Uh, so let's move on to the offensive side of the ball with the passing game. Um, interesting with the passing game. Uh, Mark, I kind of want, want to start with you on this. I want to I know what you have to say about this one. Yeah, I, uh, they're, um, I, I hate to say it, but they're underperforming this year. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, still an excellent quarterback, number one in touchdown to interception ratio. Um, so that's an excellent stat for him. Fifth in QBR, um, 16th in completion percentage was kind of surprising to me. Yeah. Um, not sure what's going on there. Um, seventh in passing yards, 12th in yards per attempt, which is also surprising for Mahomes. And, uh, because of that, I have to give him a C plus. Interesting. Um, so I went with B plus because, okay. Um, we haven't seen the creativity we have in 2018, 2019, haven't seen that creativity. Obviously, you know, coronavirus could play into that with the lack of, uh, off season workouts and stuff like that. But I think it's just because they don't have to have be so creative and they've still shown the ability to get pass plays done when they need to. There was a third and 12 in the bills game that, Pat Mahomes converted to Byron Pringle. They can still pass the ball when they need it done. And the defenses have really adjusted to that. The defenses have put seven guys back there, making sure that Pat Mahomes and the passing game don't be in them deep. But I still think that they're able to get it done when they need to. We've seen some key drops. I think uh, that's kind of one of the things that's bringing down the passing game is the drops we've seen from, I mean, Tyree Kills had drops to Marcus Robinson, uh, Sammy Watkins, you know, Nick Kaiser especially has had several drops. So, um, that's why I don't have it, you know, at, at an A, but I have it at B plus. I might flip that down more to a B, um, after kind of going through it in my head, but I did write down a B plus. I'll go with a B from the passing game. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good, good grade for him. Uh, like, like we keep continuing to say, uh, this is good news for the chiefs that they're not hitting A's yet because yeah. they can keep getting better as the season goes along. And like you said, um, some key drops happening there uh, against the Raiders. There was one that probably should have been a touchdown yeah. um, or set them up for a first down, at least that where there was a pass interference. Uh, so there was a few things that have gone against the passing game, but yeah, I think there's room for improvement. And when they start clicking on all cylinders, like they did in the playoffs last year, that's when you're going to see the stretch run when they can make that Super Bowl run. So the last offensive category we have is the rushing attack. This kind of plays into the offensive line, too, and I was starting to write this down. I was like, well, do we really want to go with the rushing game? But we can talk about the running backs instead of the rushing attack because I think the offensive line does play into it. I gave him a C plus. Like I said, the offensive line didn't do a great job run blocking in the first uh, – what was it? They, they did well in week one and then kind of struggled and found their way in Buffalo. Uh, and that was week six. So they, they kind of had a lull right there. Um, 
but I think that this they've kind of had a roller coaster, right? They've week one was good, and you know Clyde Edwards-Helaire seemed to be not very effective, and then he's starting to kind of gain back up his effectiveness, and they've added Le'Veon Bell too, which I think naturally will up their grade a little bit. We saw him. His first touch was like 16 yards for the Chiefs, and he hadn't had a 16-yard carry in like a year for the Jets. So that's yeah. promising to see. So I think a, a C-plus is a good grade for this rushing attack. I'm going a little bit higher than you for this one. I'm going to say B-plus for okay. the rushing attack because uh, I was looking at some of the stats. Um, they're sixth in total rushing yards in the NFL, which that's mm. – kind of surprising to me i didn't know yeah. that that was uh the case before doing a little bit of research on that ninth in yards per carry which that got me excited because the last couple of years they have not been great at yards per carry mm-hmm. um with damian williams i mean he's shown up in big games but he just hasn't been a great yards per carry guy right hits after contact uh clyde edwards alaire has shown that he is uh superb at that an excellent running back in that fashion. Right. And I know uh, Levy, Le'Veon Bell has been really good at that in his career as well. I know he's only had one game to show it. But uh, I was looking at the running backs. Uh, I think I sent you a link to it. But mm-hmm. in he's uh, CEH is number one in yards, touchdowns, yards after contact, 10-plus rush yards, and missed tackles in the NFL out of all the rookie running backs. Yeah. So I'm he's giving him a B-plus. Well. Yeah, I think I think that's fair. We're right there. Um, it's one of those things where they are on the uptick, and I do think that in a matter of weeks that they could be in the Bs uh, for me personally, just with the way that the offensive line is now playing and how they can use both Lev Bell and Ceh. Before we get into the second half of today's show, let's hear from our sponsor. So let me tell you about our sponsor for today's podcast, Raygun. I went and hopped over to their site, RayGunSite.com. Check out, see what their newest products were. Wanted to talk about their new products, what they've got on the shelves over there at their site at 1803 Baltimore in the Crossroads. And they've got some good designs up there. One of the first designs that I saw on the website, you go there, RaygunSite.com. You pull it up, Kansas City Raptors. If you don't know, the Raptors are looking for a temporary home because they can't be flying from Canada to the United States. Canada's not going to allow that, especially with the coronavirus going on here. So they're looking for a temporary home in America. Patrick Mahomes wants them here. Quentin Lucas wants them here. Kansas City wants them here. So a nice Kansas City Raptors logo design. Go snatch that up. You're going to want that when the Raptors come to Kansas City and maybe they allow people into the game. That'd be kind of cool. I'd go to a Kansas City Raptors game. I want the NBA in Kansas City. So this is just a good step in the right direction. Not only do they have Kansas City Raptors current events, they're all over the current events. I tell you what, they got political commentary shirts, Kamala Harris stuff. They got... Joe Biden stuff, all kinds of political commentary stuff from funny moments happening in different debates all around. They got pop culture stuff. One of my favorite things is the Mahomes mask they have that says, keep Patrick Mahomes safe, wear a mask. I love that mask. Love that mask. Go check that out. Obviously, they've got their Patrick is Mahomey shirt, popular shirt from Ray Gun down there, and a lot of Big Ten stuff as well. So if you like Big Ten football, which a lot of people probably do, Big Ten football is entertaining. Personally, myself, SEC guy, but... I don't knock on the Big Ten. That's a great brand of football. You got to support your team. Got to support your school. Go to Ray Gun. Get a good shirt. Find it out. It's at 1803 Baltimore in the Crossroads. They've also got some cool 2020 Halloween designs kind of playing on the fact that 2020 has already been scary enough. Uh, That's pretty much been Halloween all year. And they've got some pretty clever designs, some great people, fantastic designs. Go check them out. 1803 
Baltimore in the crossroads or go to the website raygunsite.com. If you head into the location, tell them that Ruffin the Kicker, tell them Tucker sent you and they'll get you hooked up with everything you need for game day, for election day, for anything, for any occasion, Ray Gun has got you set. So let's get back to today's show. Now let's move to the defensive side of the ball. Um, this one uh, will probably be, my, it is my lowest grade. No, it's not. It's my second lowest grade, and it's the linebackers. I've got them listed at a D plus. Was probably an F at one point in the season. Um, I, I will say that. But things are starting to look good. They hit the books. They've been studying. They've raised their grade up to a D plus. It's just the midterm, not the end of the world. That you have a D plus at the midterm. But Anthony Hitchens, Damian Wilson's been playing well for those linebacker roles. We've seen Willie Gay a little bit more. He got thirty plus snaps, I believe, in that last game, and they played a lot of base defense, but. Uh, they're not superstars, but they're doing their jobs and they're starting to bring that grade up. Yeah. I was going to say they added a new, uh, a new classmate to the room so yeah. he can help them get their group grade up, uh, uh-huh. in Willie Gay Jr. So it was nice to see him get, I think he got 50% of the snaps last week. Yeah. Some close um, to that. So he, he made some plays, batted some balls. Um, but yeah, if, if we're going off grades here for the entirety of the season i i also go d plus on the linebackers mm-hmm. um they just i don't know what it is about the linebackers they just struggle to tackle at times um <laughs> yeah. which is not good if you're a linebacker that's got to be your number one priority um right. they <laughs> they've got a little bit of trouble in coverage um at times and then just stopping the run is like you need to be able to hit the holes hard and I know Hitchens has actually done a lot better than what I thought that he was going to be before the season. Mm-hmm. Um, so that brings up the grade a little bit. Uh, not failing, so that's good. And I think, like we talked about, the more we see Willie Gay Jr., I think the more uh, the grade could possibly go up as the season goes along. Totally agree. And uh, We're going to talk about the secondary now. We'll move on to the secondary. Mark, what did you think about the secondary's play so far this season? I think... Man, I was really happy with the secondary, how they started the season, and then mm-hmm. they kind of dipped off a little bit there, and then they didn't look bad last week against uh, the Denver Broncos. So I think I'm going to give them a B- minus hmm. to start the season. I think we're on, on a similar page right there because, you know, going into this year, we thought that, oh, no, what's going to happen? Rashad Breland had the two-game suspension. And we're like, okay, who's going to be the other corner? Traverius Ward comes out, plays great. So does LeJarrius Sneed. LeJarrius Sneed comes out, plays phenomenal, gets hurt. Traverius Ward gets hurt. So you're like, okay, well, back back again. What are we going to do here? What are the Chiefs going to do at the secondary position? And they weather the storm. They figure it out. They've gotten a good pass defense. They really do. And that's why I kind of gave them an A-. minus. Uh, taking the safeties into this I think is important too. Dan Sorensen has not played phenomenal all year. But he did play good against the Denver Broncos. I will give him that. I'm not the biggest uh, Dan Sorensen fan. If you listen to this podcast, you know that. But I will give him the benefit of the doubt. He did play well against the Broncos. And I do think against the Raiders, he was doing what the coverage needed him to do or was telling him to do, not needed him to do. And which I think it was just bad coverage plays. I talked about that with Joshua Briscoe. But if you look at Juan Thornhill, he's starting to get his speed back. He saved Dan Sorensen's butt a couple times in that Buffalo game. Uh, Tyron Matthews playing like Tyron Matthew does. He got an interception. He has two picks on the year, two or three fumble recoveries on the year. So that dude's flying around, doing his job. And and I still think that they're playing really well with some kind of key players on the injured reserve. 
I agree. And I, I would also like to amend my B minus and uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm actually going to go with the A minus on yours because I totally blanked out and wasn't thinking about the safeties in the equation. <laughs> and that, that, that kind of bumps them up there a whole grade yeah. level. So I, I'm going to go with a minus on yours as well. Uh, they're number two in the league in takeaways and yeah. number two in turnover differential at plus eight as a complete team right now. So I think that the secondary has been doing their job and, uh, like you said, it was just the Raiders game that kind of right, brought them right. down a little bit. But other than that, they've been really solid. Now let's talk about a unit that hasn't totally been very solid. When I talked about the linebackers being my lowest grade, then I realized they weren't. It was this right here, the special teams. Um, I've got them listed at a D. They've not been great. Um, they were 29th in DVOA coming into uh, this week against the Broncos. Now, uh, they've just been updated. They moved up five spots to 24th and DVOA. Still not great. Um, Dave Tobe has been touted as this special teams genius, but we haven't really seen it this year. Harrison Bucker keeps missing extra points. Now, I don't think that's any reason to cast him away to a, the land of, what is it, misfit toys? Is that what that <laughs> <Yeah>. it is? <laughs> There's no so. reason to do that. I think that you know, Tommy Townsend is playing well, though. I think that that's something to take away from this. Tommy Townsend, as a rookie punter, is playing very well. And, and overall, the special teams have started to figure things out. I think that this was probably an F, if you would have asked me last week uh, what the grade would have been. But I think a D is fair because they might have figured something out with Byron Pringle in the kickoff backfield. They might have figured something out in protection-wise because protection looks better. Um, McCole Hardman is now fielding punts, which I know was kind of a problem with him. He would just let punts go. Um, so he's doing that. And I think the protection on punt return has been a lot better, uh, but we just have one week to go off of since, you know, they kind of had that catastrophic week against, um, the Raiders and they even allowed a kickoff return against the Ravens too. So I think a D is a fair grade for the special teams. Yeah. I'm, I'm pretty close to you on that one. I'm giving them a C minus, um, because the, the extra points thing is inexcusable. Obviously at this point it, it, it hasn't cost them a game because one, uh, he's been making all of his field goals. I don't think he's missed a field goal this year. Um, so that's mm-hmm. a positive. He, he actually helped them win the game against the Chargers. <laughs> that was huge. Yeah. Um, they, they, they couldn't lose that one early on. That would have been that would have been really sad. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, the coverage was a little bit off against the Ravens. That, so that kind of brings the grade down a little bit. Uh, they had been struggling on kick and punt returns. Uh, last week, like you said, it was nice to see Pringle get that one for a touchdown. That brought the grade up a little bit for me. Yep. But, yeah, Townsend's been doing great as a punter as well. So I think uh, I think if they just continue to climb, they'll be able to get up to that B, B-plus range by the end of the season. I want to do a quick little check about the Chiefs' DVOA. I don't know how uh, strictly you follow DVOA, but I think it's a, it's a telling stat about how good a team actually is. The Chiefs' overall DVOA went up two spots to fourth from last week. Offense, they're the number one offense in, in the NFL now, according to DVOA. The third, or the defense dropped three spots, which I thought was odd, uh, despite the excellent performance from you know, last week against the Broncos. I guess the Broncos' offense isn't that good, so it obviously takes strength of schedule into it. So uh, they dropped three spots down to 13th. Special teams, as I mentioned, up five spots to 24th. Um, teams are looking good. Uh, I, I, I like, I like the direction they're headed in. If I had to give them an overall grade, I would probably go 
with a B plus. I think a B plus is suitable. I don't think that they're at their highest potential, but I don't think that they're um, really anywhere in the C range. I don't think that they're playing that poorly because you know they are what six and one, so it's kind of hard to give a six and one team a C grade. So I think B plus is probably a, a suitable overall grade. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm gonna go B plus as well. They're six and one, and depending on what happens this weekend. I'm going to say I think the Chiefs are going to beat the Jets and go to 7-1. And And then depending on what happens between the Ravens and Steelers, um, if the the Steelers win that game, I think they'll probably be the number one as far as um, power rankings. I know power rankings is more of a fan stat, but Mm -hmm. uh, for power rankings, I think Steelers are probably one, Chiefs number two. If the Steelers lose to the Ravens, Chiefs will probably be number one in power rankings going into next week. And uh, sitting there with a B plus, number one in power rankings, that's a good place to be going to the second half of the season. Yep. Can't be upset with that. Mark, I appreciate you joining me. What are you working on for this weekend? You know what? That's a great question. <laughs> I'm going to be working on it over the next couple of days. And uh, whatever it is, it's going to be fantastic. You're going to want to read it over there at arrowheadreport.com. That's a great point, Mark. Uh, make sure to go follow him on Twitter at Mark the Overseer, so you know when that article drops, what he writes about. You can go check that out. Big thanks to our sponsor, Ray Gun, on today's episode. Go check them out at eighteen oh three Baltimore in the Crossroads. That's down there, Kansas City. I love the Crossroads. I don't know how often you get to go down there, Mark, but uh, the Crossroads great environment. I talked with Connor about this yesterday. Have you ever been down to a First Fridays at the Crossroads? Oh yeah, I've been down to First Fridays. Uh, going to a I mean, we can't right now, unfortunately, but uh, yeah. concerts down there at oh, the Crossroads yeah. are great as well in the summertime. Been to a lot of shows down there, and uh, yeah, hopefully next summer we'll be able to do some of that stuff again. Yeah, it's a great environment, great location. Go check out Ray Gun down there. They got some great apparel for Chiefs fans and really just people who love Kansas City. Go down there, check it out. And they got some good shirts, some funny shirts over there. Um, if I had all the money in the world, I'd probably spend it there. So that's been an episode of Roughing the Kicker. Thanks for tuning in. I'll be back tomorrow with Connor Christofferson and Jordan Foote. We're going to do a three-man Roughing the Mailbag and Unnecessary Roughness segment. Until then, I'll talk to you tomorrow. The Roughing the Kicker Chiefs podcast is a daily Kansas City Chiefs podcast brought to you by Almost Entirely LLC in association with ArrowheadReport.com. Roughing the Kicker is hosted and produced by Tucker Franklin, executive produced by Joshua Briscoe, and is available on ArrowheadReport.com or wherever you get your podcasts. For more Chiefs coverage, visit ArrowheadReport.com and follow at SI Chiefs, at Tucker D. Franklin, and at JB Briscoe on Twitter. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.